it's night off. It's your boys. It's Derek and Alex, and we're doing a duo show today. Again, for the second time. This is two times, because guess who screwed up? Guess who screwed up? Yeah, this guy. Yeah, didn't record the audio. That's me. That's on me. Not this guy this time. Yeah. Not this guy. <laughs> normally this guy. Any of you who actually watch our content normally, like any of our other videos, might notice some blank screens here and there. That's 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 me. Yeah. That's me. Forgetting to turn the opacity back up to normal. Uh, this time, not me. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. This was a, this was a new screw up for us, and it was it was all me. Oh man. It's fun learning uh, how to be content creators. Like no joke. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but let's just get into the darkness of the past week, and then we'll start just going back to retreading the old ground of what we've already talked about, and they have no idea what we're speaking about. But you're going to know. Yeah. You're going to play catch-up with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hit the headlines from uh, the follow-up of last week with the allegations against Vince McMahon. Um John Laurinaitis has uh, spoken out via his attorney to the press, uh, claiming to be a victim himself. Uh, it's interesting. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll, we'll see, see if it, how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a lawsuit. We'll see. But yeah, I, I I'll say this now. Uh, since the previous allegations came to light against Vince and. John Laurinaitis resigned from WWE, or maybe he was actually fired. I can't remember the details. I think uh, it was technically a resigning, otherwise it would have been a firing. Yeah, it was a forced resignation regardless. Yeah. Um, he has been completely quiet. He went to ground once everything kind of showed up and reared its ugly head. And this is the first I've heard him uh, even tangentially speaking about anything in the public manner. Yeah, this uh, this reeks of pre-planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly feel like the moment he went to ground, uh, him and his attorney started laying the groundwork to get ready for this type of situation. They knew it was going to pop up, and they're going to start leaking information to try and back up this claim that he's a victim. I don't think it's going to work, though. No. Don't no, it's going to work. This all very much is in line with what I'm assuming is the corporate strategy and kind of the plan going forward for everything to do with Vince as it is concerned with WWE, TKO, and any of the executives involved. It is all screaming, throw Vince under the bus, let him take the fall for everything, regardless of who saw what or who is involved. It is all the blame on Vince. Let's you know get everybody clean. Let's make him the fall guy. It, yeah, this is very much that case. Uh, I feel like as time goes on, you're going to see people purposely leak more and more information that tries to at least paint the WWE as more of a separate entity to Vince. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see more so. as Obviously, with TKO, they're already doing it. Uh, yeah. And then you're going to see, obviously, Laurinaitis. He's going to sprinkle in some breadcrumbs of bullshit mm-hmm. and try and make himself look cleaner than he is. Yeah, Johnny Ace has always been kind of a Weasley fuck, so we're okay. And we're I, used to it. And I gotta say, you called it. You called it because last 
on the last podcast, you had said that this was going to happen. And I think it was literally two days later, this exact thing happened. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And you're calling it like as it's happening because they're already making the assertion that the NDAs that Vince uh, signed and forced these victims to signing uh, that WWE had no knowledge of them, uh, that he was having them signed on the company's behalf. Yep. Not only that, but when there's criminal activity involved, NDAs tend to be null and void. Mm -hmm. So uh, these things, they're going to be allowed to speak out. They might have to go to a, a, a judge first to prove that the NDA is null and void. Sure. Yeah. But you're going to start to see more statements come out. Uh, we called it with the federal investigation as well. Uh, it's a long shot on whether or not that goes anywhere right now. Mm -hmm. Very likely, because uh, I think, I don't remember the name of the agent. I know you know, but the agent is keeping a tight lip about this. Oh, yes, the U.S. attorney. I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that was a spokesperson or an attorney or anyone. They're from the U.S. attorney's office. Let me pull up their name uh, real quick here. That's Laurinaitis, Miss Grant, blah, 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 blah. Nicholas Bias is the spokesperson okay. for the U.S. Attorney's Office. They declined to comment on the situation. Um, an important factor in this is we do not know what the status of the federal investigation is. Um, this may be tied to the original uh, breaking of the payoff scandal with Vince. Um, this may be a new investigation. I'm not sure. We do know that the FBI did um, do a search of Vince McMahon's property, I believe, in uh, Connecticut last year okay. during that okay. process. But they've been very tight-lipped about the entire proceeding. Yeah, I, uh, I get the feeling that the main reason they're being tight-lipped is because this has been going on a lot longer than they want to admit. Because uh, they don't want to play their cards right now. I bet mm -hmm. you part of the reason why uh, Ms. Grant has come forward is because of the fact that this is helping spur along that investigation even more. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of different things that are going to be factored in when we're talking about a federal investigation versus a civil suit versus yes. all the other like moving pieces that are at play here. Um, it is widely believed that Miss Grant is the person that was talked about when the initial leaks happened uh, with the Wall Street Journal. Um, I don't know if that's like 100% confirmed yet, but it's very likely that she was possibly like the first tipping point of that initial um, backlash and wave of allegations with the payoffs. Well, and if Vince is right that she leaked information first, it wouldn't matter because she didn't breach an NDA that was not technically a real NDA. If it's done without the WWE's knowledge, mm -hmm. then it can't be held up in court, technically. If he's doing it with their, their signature, their, uh, their letterhead and everything, mm -hmm. he would have to do it on his own personal stuff and use a personal lawyer to, to do all that. Yeah. So that alone makes it null and void. Let alone the the criminal charges, that, yeah. or the the alleged criminal activity, rather. Yeah. Um, and also the 
payments as well because he uh, allegedly only paid one million of the agreed upon three million is another factor in yep. that contract as well yep. or agreement. So I wouldn't doubt she her lawyer looked at this and goes, <laughs> "Yeah, fuck this. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're going after him for a fucking everything." Yeah. Speaking of uh, Miss Grant's attorney, uh, Ann uh, Callis, uh, since the allegation has come forward and the Wall Street Journal article went up and everything that happened during Royal Rumble weekend. Uh, she has expressed that her inbox is overflowing with people uh, looking to come forward to offer support, to corroborate Miss Janelle uh, Grant's stories and allegations. Um, and there may even be more victims buried in that, you know, Noah's arc sized flood of emails that she's currently dealing with. Let's, let's be real about this. When we went and we sifted through this, mm -hmm. and we talked about this last week, there is no way in God's green earth or whatever deity you decide to fucking worship, mm -hmm. their planet, whatever, that he, this is the first time he's done this. This is a pattern. There is no way. He has perfected his technique. And I, it makes you wonder how many there actually are. I would not doubt, I would not doubt that we're talking double digits. Is it how many years? I mean, we, we, me and you looked at the allegations back in the 90s, like mm -hmm. that happened from the late 80s, when it all started to come into light with the, um, um, the referee. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no way. There's no way. This is a pattern. He's, he has a sophisticated way of doing this, and I feel like we're going to start seeing how sophisticated his, uh, his planning was with all these women. Yep. Uh, also, something that's uh, resurfaced because of this is there's uh, an interview with Vince from a former crew member. I believe they were a ring announcer during like the 80s or 90s, uh, basically like making broad accusations directly to Vince about there being a problem with sexual harassment and assault in the WWE. Um, I'm not sure what the... I'm going to have to dig for this footage and see if I can find, like, the actual original source. Because it looks like it's on, like, Geraldo or some roundtable uh, talk show. Oh, oh, I watched that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because this wasn't about sexual, uh, like, assault allegations and stuff on the corporate end. This was in the locker rooms. Yeah. This was coming from a, an ex-male WWE wrestler. I don't remember the name, but I watched this, like, three, maybe four days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and he just tries to brush it off yeah he just brushes it off and you can see that he's already been coached on what to say he knew that question was coming well yeah i mean he knew that question was coming i mean the guy uh flat out is like yeah no we, we're bringing in you know outside people to take a look and you know root around for the problem here it's it's not really a, something i'm dealing with type of non-answer bullshit that vince like to give yeah so there's no way that this is a first time for him, let alone in the company with other uh, executives and stuff. I bet this goes so deep and so far back. I bet there are people that literally cannot talk about it because they're not alive anymore. Yeah, they're either not alive or they're complicit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... it don't expect anything, audience, to come from a federal investigation anytime soon. Mm -hmm. These type of things can take years. It's likely already been going on for nearly two years to begin with. 
uh, if our speculations are correct. Yeah, and it's also important to uh, stop, take a second, and acknowledge that this is an investigation. No charges have been brought, which means it's a long road, uh, usually with federal investigations. They don't bring charges until they're 100% certain that they've got a slam-dunk case on their hands where they're going to see a conviction. Exactly. They, there's a reason why they have an 80 to 90% conviction rate, because they take the cases they know they're going to win. Yeah. If there's even a slight chance that they're going to lose, they won't bring it. It's just yeah, going to set that exactly. Uh, which is unfortunate, but, with, but it's true. And But with something on this degree, I could see it moving forward, uh, especially as he runs out of money mm-hmm. to keep fighting it. There's only so many continuances and such you can do to fight Discovery especially when it comes to uh, the civil case. And anything that is found during the civil case can be used in a criminal case. So yeah. um, if he pleads the fifth at all whatsoever in, a, in the civil case, that can be looked at with malice. Uh, jurors that are in a civil case audience are allowed to take your pleading of the fifth um, as you try not to incriminate yourself, and it can look incriminating in and of itself. Whereas in a uh, criminal case, when you're a juror, when someone pleads the fifth because they don't want to incriminate themselves, you are not meant to look at that as a uh, malicious intent or anything or trying to skirt. So exactly. it's very it's 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 viewed very differently. So we'll have to wait and see how a lot of this goes. But discovery looked like it's going to happen. I mean, um, uh, Miss Grant's lawyer came out and said that Vince's res- resignation is not enough. They mm-hmm. want blood. They want retribution. They want justice. And she deserves it. Yeah, I mean, let's get her her pound of flesh, essentially, is what yep. they're at. Um, yeah, look, there's a, there's a lot of nuances with the legal system, especially when we're talking about civil cases that have criminal intent involved, when we're talking about open investigations on a federal level. Uh, it, yep. There's something else that's important to keep in the back of our head is federal prosecutors and investigators have had their targets set on Vince McMahon for a long time. Um, they've attempted quite a few times in the past to find something to pin Vince for. Uh, mm-hmm. This may be it, but do not be surprised if he finds a way to weasel his way out of a criminal sentencing. Here's a tinfoil hat thing from me. Mm-hmm. I think that they are going to wait till after Janelle or Mr. Miss Grant takes everything from him pretty much. Because mm-hmm. uh, the payout she's going to end up getting, I would not doubt after punitive damages and everything, is going to be in the hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. He won't be wiped out of money completely, obviously. No. But there's only so long that you can keep paying lawyers before you run out. And the cost that he's going to have to pay for his lawyers and potentially hers as well from the civil case could be astronomical. He only made what six hundred and was it six hundred seventy million dollars off his uh, selling of his shares before the TKO merger. Yeah, he's still a billionaire though. You know. Oh, I know. No, I know. But when it comes to a federal case, those things run sometimes for a few years. Yeah. I mean, look at Trump right now. Trump has spent, I think. $50 million over the past, just in 2023 alone, on paying his lawyers. Yeah. Vince is not going to be able to withstand as much as Trump can. He doesn't have a cabal 
of fucking little baby fascists throwing their dollar bills at him like a fucking stripper. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. It's he can only last so long. And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Uh, the people that are out there defending Vince McMahon right now, seriously, fucking stop. He's a billionaire. He doesn't give a shit about you. You don't know the man. I don't know the man. But I'm going to let things proceed as they are intended to proceed. If there is a court case and there is evidence and we have a jury conviction then we have something to work with. If there's a settlement, I'm going to make a judgment on whether or not that settlement tells me he's guilty. Okay? Yep. But don't defend billionaires. They don't deserve it, okay? They've got enough. They don't need your fucking sympathy, okay? Billionaires should not exist. Mm -hmm. It is unethical, unethical for a billionaire to exist. Yeah, and let's face it, Vince has a litany of other crimes that you can complain about. If you want to defend Vince McMahon's uh, booking ability, fine, sure. Whatever. Go ahead. You're wrong, but but go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. That's allowed to have an opinion, okay? Yeah. But unless you're on... It's a wrong opinion, but it's it's an opinion. Yeah, but unless you're on the jury... I'm sorry, no, you can hold it. Yeah, I can't, I can't. But unless you're on the fucking jury for a case against Vince McMahon... There is no reason for you to assume either guilt or innocence. And I am not assuming Vince is guilty. I am just saying it follows a pattern where it seems highly likely. The plausibility of it is very high. And I could see Vince doing some pretty horrible shit. Given the fact that there was a storyline where every time we saw him with Trish Stratus, his tongue went so far down her throat that it looked mm-hmm. like like an assault charge was about to happen. Yep. There's no fucking way on this God's green earth that this is not a pattern of a man who has done this the, for the first time. This is a man who has done this for years. Mm-hmm. And it would not be as sophisticated an operation as it is to see to be said otherwise. Why would he be doing payouts that he had to pay WWE back for, that $17.6 million or mm-hmm. $17.9 million from the payouts? Because there's a pattern to this. So anybody that wants to defend... A fucking asshole like this, go right ahead, but you're an asshole right fucking with him. Yeah. If even a fraction, just a fraction of this shit is true in what Miss Grant has alleged, he is a fucking monster and deserves to get put away forever. Yeah. And fuck that guy. Honestly, the people that attempt to defend Vince McMahon need to take some fucking lessons on something I like to refer to and something that I think is failing in our current society. And that's media literacy because they are seemingly incapable of reading entire documents, uh, more than a paragraph long, because if you can read those allegations and still think that, Oh no, that's obviously something that somebody made up to become famous or to extort someone. I'm sorry. I would not admit to any of those things being done to me in order to make a dime. This woman is putting her entire life on the line for this. And for if any of it would to be fake, that would be so extreme. I don't think someone could survive the shame. I would never ever in my wildest dreams, just on one of the allegations of her getting defecated on. Mm Mm-hmm. I would never come out just for that, yeah. ever, to become famous. 
No fucking way. No shot. Why the fuck would she do this? She has been assaulted. She has been demeaned. She has been dehumanized. There is no way that this shit is false. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. But the level of detail, the level of... Because like, if, if you read through the actual allegations, there are receipts already to this. Yes. There's already fucking receipts. And let's take it back to that first headline of John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, talking about this. He claimed that he is also a victim in this. He didn't flat out deny all the allegations. He is shoveling the shit back onto Vince. That tells me more than likely Vince is leaning towards guilty. Okay? Yep. Yep. Not only that, but Laurinaitis having this long of a time to set the framework to get ready for this to come out, mm-hmm. he's just as fucking guilty. Oh, he's yeah. just as fucking guilty. This ain't going to work out. I know we might have poked, poked fun just a little bit ago about it when we opened up, but no, this ain't going to work. He's If, it, if a, fr- a fraction of this is real, he's a fucking monster right along with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Like, yeah. y'all, if y'all want to defend him, like, you're no better. You're no fucking better. Yeah. You just wish you were the one who was doing the things to this woman. That's all it is. That's all it is. Why yeah. do you think these people fucking go to Trump? Why do you think these people hear the fucking, the, the, uh, the Beatitudes and think that Jesus is weak? These people who claim to be Christian and shit. That's who half these fuckers are that are defending them are these type of fucks who can't read beyond a fucking headline. Yeah, let's take a moment also to point out that no one in Vince's personal or professional life has come forward to defend Vince. Nope. Not even his own fucking daughter. His own daughter. No. As we had previously spoken about in the uh, the what will unair version of this, <laughs> the original version of this. Uh the moment that he pushed himself back onto the board like the the fucking grapist that he is, she immediately fucking resigned. Immediately yeah. fucking resigned. If that does not say that your own daughter doesn't fucking like you and thinks you're a gross fuck, what, what does? Yeah. What does? And thank you again for bringing it back to the problem with the lack of media literacy in, our, in today's society because the mainstream media reporting on this, questioning why the board would let Vince back on when... They clearly forgot their own reporting of him coming back was by him providing his own force. He he can outvote. He at the time he could outvote everyone at WWE because he had Class B shares with ten times the voting power of everybody else. He had controlling interests of the company. They could not prevent him from coming back back on board. The entire board of directors unanimously voted against him returning, and he still forced his way back in. So, yep. and once to again, keep integrity to keep integrity, uh, she left. Yeah. Stephanie left. Like that. Like if that doesn't speak volumes to how awful of a fucking human being he is, I don't know what will. Yeah, I don't know what will. Legitimately, the fact that Stephanie has gone along with a lot of Vince's bullshit, said no rightfully to a lot of his dumbest shit, and will not defend her own father, tells you that, I'm sorry, it's not worth to even, a single brain cell would rather unalive itself than come up with a reasonable explanation of Vince being not guilty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is a man 
who was willing to do an incest storyline with his goddamn daughter. Yeah. Y'all really think he's not that depraved? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sorry. yeah. Yeah, what? it's fucking wild to me. Yeah. When we get to the criminal investigation and they have to prove that he is guilty without even shred of doubt, by all means, you can uh, criticize the prosecution. You can criticize their methods, their uh, evidence, what have you. But don't fool yourself into thinking that Daddy Vince is going to come down and give you a little, you know, a little peck on the forehead and say thank you for defending him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. Yeah. Billionaires do not care about us common folk. No. Whatsoever. He will use you and abuse you and then defecate on you. Unfortunately, yes, he will. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly the worst human being to ever exist. God. Yeah. But that's that's the biggest things that are out about it right now. One of the mm-hmm. other things that kind of happened, audience, is uh, Shawn Michaels uh, did a non-answer, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, way better than Triple H as well. So we're, uh, we're uh, two for two on uh, wrestlers outdoing Triple H on the non-answer about all this. Yeah. And I think he did an overall good job. He brought it back to NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trying to highlight how safe and everything is for the talent and all that, because that's the end that he's on. He's not on the corporate end. I think it was a smart play, personally. Yeah. Uh, I still think that WWE uh, doesn't know how to actually answer to any of this. That's no. why they're going to be pulling this BS partially with uh, with The Rock screwing over Cody Rhodes. Yep. Let's Let's get that right out now i'm gonna i'm gonna recap the timeline from when i had my tinfoil hat on earlier that the audience will not see so we have the netflix deal being announced and simultaneously the rock is appointed to the board for tko and he has given the rights to the rock back uh under his name that happens. It's huge news. The entire uh, wrestling world is thrown into disarray and everybody's buzzing about it. It's amazing news. It's fantastic. And then, bam! Pretty quickly after that, it's like, what, they have like two days of good news? And then... Yeah. And then we have the allegations coming forward in the civil suit from Miss Grant coming towards Vince McMahon... TKO goes into a fucking tailspin, damage control, and they are trying to figure things out. They are trying to distance themselves however they can until sponsors start dropping from WWE and the Royal Rumble, which immediately requires them to respond in force. Um, We know from the incorporation documents that Vince could only be removed from TKO if he decided to resign or died. Those are the only two options that were spelled out in there. Um, So they had to figure out a way to force Vince to resign, which, when you have news like this coming out against you, makes it pretty obvious that if you don't step down, you're going to end up fucking yourself with your own money. Um, Yep. Which thankfully is enough to convince Vince to resign from TKO. Um, 
regardless of him not having involvement in WWE anymore, they still were able to get him off the board of TKO. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, that doesn't mean he loses anything other than a little bit of power. He still has all of his money from the company. Yes. Okay. Sponsors come back. We have the Royal Rumble. Fantastic. Things are turning around. They've got goodwill building, and people seem much happier by the time Saturday is uh, starting up. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, there's also a couple of changes that happened. Derek, you were correct. Braun Breaker was the spot that Brock was supposed to have in the Royal Rumble. They pulled Brock for obvious reasons of him being implicated in the Vince allegations. But Braun yep. did fantastic. He kicked ass. He did awesome. He looked yep. great. He looked like a star. Um, it honestly is probably the best thing to happen for Braun because he needs to move up to the main roster. They, he's been sitting in NXT just a little bit. Like it was starting to get to the point where it's like, okay, you need to move him, or it's going to get bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, what a better way to debut him, though. I mean, mm-hmm. he held his own. Honestly, I would have much preferred to have it this way overall, just regardless than having Brock run in. So, yeah. um, speaking on that, the one of the scrap plans for Brock apparently was he was going to have a feud with. Uh, Dominic that was going to pay off at Elimination Chamber in Australia coming up at the end of February. Um, and that probably would have you know, spun off into something else with the Judgment Day come WrestleMania. Yeah, probably our truth defending Judgment Day, holding him together yet again. I mean, let's face it, if anybody could beat Brock, it would be our truth He was the only person I've yep. ever seen make Brock break. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I'm sorry, little Jimmy's not part of Judgment Day. <laughs> he hasn't even mentioned, but Tom and Nick, they're still around. <laughs> they're still around. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. little Jimmy. Yeah. So men's Royal Rumble, things are happening. Unfortunately, Punk gets injured, uh, tears his tricep, and that throws pretty much what I'm assuming is all the WrestleMania plans into disarray. They were able to compensate with Seth because by WrestleMania season, he should be back to able to be working again. Um, yeah. Punk's tricep, probably going to shelve him for much longer. Okay, changes are going to happen. What nobody expected to happen was for Cody to give up his WrestleMania main event to The Rock. and Which in no way, shape, or form would anybody no. Honestly, I feel like the confluence of events that happened here is being to blame for the most part. I think with the huge news of the Netflix deal and The Rock joining the board and the stuff with Vince happening and then Punk being injured have all kind of like swirled into this crazy spin art in The Rock's head of, like, okay, well, I've got to save the day. Like, I think he was planning this, like, before the Royal Rumble even happened. Like, he's like, okay, i got to come in. i got to turn this company around. i got to be the face because Vince is gone. So we need somebody else who's uh, an established person, a persona, who can be, like, the guiding hand of the company and, you know, kind of save us into this new era. And... 
honestly, I think with the unfortunate nature of Punk's injury, it just gave him like, okay, this is the last sign I need to step in. I'm going to take the WrestleMania spot because that's going to keep people buying tickets. And Cody, you can go off and do whatever. Nobody cares about you anymore, kid. Yeah. Um, as we had talked about the first time we shot this, mm-hmm. uh, WrestleMania has already pretty much been sold out. Yeah. And that's not because of The Rock. That's because of Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody has done phenomenal since coming back to WWE, but most importantly, just this past year. If just this past year alone, yeah. Yeah. So, like, when, when we had the uh, exit out of the Royal Rumble, when everybody's getting hammered with questions. Mm-hmm. Triple H dropped the ball on his non-answer. Cody stepped up and gave a great answer, a great mm-hmm. non-answer, Yeah, which was perfect for the moment. It was needed. And right there and then, that kind of, that shows you, you don't need a, you don't want a Roman Reigns having to handle shit like this. You need a Cody Rhodes to mm-hmm. handle shit like this because from a title aspect, they're going to be asking him a million questions, and this boy can answer from the heart and and give you a non-answer but make it feel heartfelt. Still, that takes skill. Yeah, this is bullshit. Like Cody's more than earned his story. Mm-hmm. I think that The Rock, by the way, Rock, fuck you. Uh, you're a piece of shit. You're garbage. Yeah. Uh, it takes a man with the ego of the fucking planet to do some bullshit like this. It takes Hulk Hogan levels of dumbassery to want to do shit like this. I mean, it's absolutely he did, stupid. He did learn. From he could have taken exactly, exactly. Like he should be taking on Seth if he wants to take on anybody. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've, I've said this before. But WWE, you better be fucking listening to this. You better take this goddamn storyline, shove it down The Rock's goddamn throat, and let him stop cooking. All right? All right? What needs to fucking happen is you let Cody destroy fucking Roman at WrestleMania. Because The Rock's already said he wants to be the head of the family, the head of the table. Well, he can't be head of the table when Roman's looking at his strongest. Mm -hmm. You let Cody take him out. He looks weak. And like any mafioso... The head of the family, when he looks weak, he gets fucking whacked. You go ahead, you go in there, you take out Roman, you declare yourself the head of the family, and you uh, you put the, the Uso brothers in line and keep them your lackeys. Look, there's... We, we talked about this before. Sometimes the obvious thing is the best thing. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I know back in the day, like, Russo had his whole gimmick of, like, swerve, bro. Like, you, you, you change things, you, you hit people with things that they don't expect, and it's going to be, it's crash TV, as you like to call it. Like, if it's unexpected, they don't want to change the channel, bro. Um, no, sometimes people just want an actual storyline with payoff, you know? Yes, yes, because the buildup for Cody's story, unlike so many other stories, like, it's felt worth it every match, watching him climb that ladder going up another person and another person and another person and making it without a doubt showing he is worthy of taking the title. The man is like the ultimate face right now. The ultimate face. He also proved it with that fucking press conference right after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. With how he handled this shit. You need a guy like Cody who has Riz for days and, and has an awesome intro. Yeah. And let's face it. He is what WWE has wanted for decades. The mm-hmm. all-white meat babyface, the guy who can do no wrong to be the face of the company. 
They have been begging for this for decades. They tried it with Cena, and unfortunately, the only people that really liked Cena at the time were kids. Like, the the rest of the audience could... Honestly, they kind of hated Cena. He got mixed reactions for years. Now, people have finally warmed up to Cena, and he's getting his flowers as, you know, he, he deserves. I mean, let's face it, the yeah. guy carried the company on its, on his back when it was probably at its lowest in the business. I will never forgive him, though, for the spinner belt. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> uh, I love John Cena, man, I love you to death. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, like... I was not your kind of fan during no. the height of your reign. I loved you in the Thugonomics era. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, it has to be said, you are a legend. And uh, you uh, you ruined some of that for me with the spinner belt. Who the fuck? What? Like, Edge put it best. He's like, what the fuck? You're making me have a spinner belt? Dude, what the fuck is this? I I feel like that was more like somebody's decision and merchandising than anything. Like somebody said, like oh, I kids will buy it. Kids will buy this. They'll love this, and that's exactly. But what he's happened. so good at merchandising. I feel like that was still on him a little bit. Yeah, probably. Because didn't they try the spinner belt once before with him? Did, like that's the second time, technically, I believe that he tried the spinner belt. He tried it with a different belt before, if I can remember correctly. Uh, maybe. We're 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 in new territory, audience. We didn't talk about this last time. This is all. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I don't know. We, we got off on a tangent, and oh boy. But still, fuck The Rock, though. He's a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, okay, the spinner belt was on the U.S. belt, the U.S. title belt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. either way, that's stupid, and I hate it. And mm-hmm. it, Like, I hate spinners to begin with. They're annoying. Uh, they're already not good. They're like, they went the way of pogs, as expected. I, we all called that shit, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, but credit is credit is due still for John Cena because yes, when it comes to keeping a younger fan base around, he's the man who did it. Yeah, and I mean, sure, Cena had you know the five moves of Doom, and you could the people in the back row could hear him calling his moves and all of this other stuff. But the guy was still money on the mic. He was still able to promote the show. He was able to move merchandise. He was able to do all of those things, but and uh, I, I don't know, man. The Rock, is, don't get me wrong. The Rock has been a title holder before, and all mm-hmm. that. Obviously, he's a legend in his own right. Yes, yes. The man has to have a fucking PR team to be able to say a goddamn word. A These goddamn days, word. Yeah. I mean, so why put him as as the face of your company by having him hold the title? When he won't say anything until someone writes up something for him. It's not right. Cody can speak from the heart. It may be a non-answer, but it's still from mm-hmm. the fucking heart. And he can say it right there and then. The, the man's been bred to mm-hmm. be the face of the company. He has been bred to be it. The man comes from royalty. Fucking royalty when it comes to wrestling. Grandson of a plumber. Yep. Look, like... I, I, can, I can say, like so many things about last year's Wrestlemania and how that would have been the time to pull the trigger and put the belt on Cody but okay like it's fine they wanted to give Roman the super long reign and they wanted to you know legitimize his entire title reign with just making it longer sure they had 
they had proven to me that, like, okay, they can still tell stories with Roman and the bloodline outside of the saga with Cody. Sure, they were mm-hmm. able to do that. But now, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, if there's any sort of, like, faith I could have in the direction they're going with it. I don't. I don't have any faith. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Uh, Jay Uso, he's trying mm-hmm. to do his own, like, little solo thing right now. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Main event Jay um, Uso is over as fuck. Look, with the crowd. Yep. They love exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They love it. Uh, Roman has done his time at the at the head of the table. Uh, he's proven himself beyond a doubt of being a title holder. Mm-hmm. Whereas they used to have to shove him down our throat. It's not that way anymore. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I, ha- I do have respect for Roman, but it's it's time to put the belt down. And it's not time to put it down to The Rock. Yeah, uh, let's The Rock's see. already held shit. He don't need to hold any more shit. Like, no. I'm, Cody has more than earned this. The, the fans want this. It's not even just... It's not even just Cody wants this. The fans want this. The fans are outraged. Wrestlers are outraged by this. I'm looking right now, and I think... Uh, yeah, Roman has defended this title eight times last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like, he's... He's he's not a bad champ. I'm not... Like, like no disrespect to, to Roman on anything like that, because he's more than climbed up for me over mm-hmm. the years. But it's time to lay the belt down to Cody. Cody is the one they need right now for this transition outside of a Vince McMahon-held WWE. That's not The Rock. The Rock came from the Vince McMahon era. We should mm-hmm. not keep that. Look, I don't care that, you know... Homeboy showed up with seven bucks in his pocket. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't need another part timer, undisputed world champion. Okay. Exactly. You exactly. Need, you need someone to be the face of the company, and that face needs to be on TV, twenty four seven. Yeah. Whether they're whether they're just do, cutting a promo for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or having to go answer questions on ABC News in fucking Philadelphia or whatever, wherever they happen to be fucking showing up that day. Yeah. He's the one you want, not The Rock. Not The Rock. Look, The Rock can do it, but he's too busy doing everything fucking else. Mm-hmm. Okay? I I appreciate that The Rock will still spend the time to show up to WWE and make his presence known and give his time back to the company that made his career. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the dude's got too much other shit going on. Okay. Like I, he jokes he's about Mr. A, McMahon type. Yeah. He's doing a presidential run probably in the near future. So go yeah. fucking get ready for that. Dwayne. Well, it's just like, if you want to come back to the WWE, pull a, pull a Mr. McMahon, mm-hmm. you know, don't hold the title. Be the ultimate heel. Yeah. It, it'd be more like, interesting. Do a replay of the Vince in the Stone Cold era where mm-hmm. that was like, that wasn't that long. It worked. It sold a goddamn WrestleMania. Okay. Not only that, imagine putting over uh, Seth even more by doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it shit. Uh, uh, fucking uh, with the man. Do it with the man. What's her face? Uh, well, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great too. Have her be the one to go up against The Rock and put him in his place and mm-hmm. as a Mr. McMahon type. That would be fucking baller. Yeah, I would. I would be much more interested in that. 
because same. Honestly, I I feel like this. They planted the seeds for this, and I'm still not happy with it. You know, I yeah. They built up so much more with Cody that anything besides that feels like a betrayal of trust to the audience. Yes. Like, they were making an aging, a fine wine with this Cody story, where you're like, okay, we let it go an extra year mm-hmm. so that the, the, the alcohol content, like, flavor comes down a little bit. You get more of the fruit palette on the front end. You know, it tastes better. And then they just, just took a dump in the fucking carboy and was like, yeah, let's add that for the final flavor. Instead of, I don't know, like, some fucking sawdust or something to, like, make that red pop more. Like, come on, brother. Like, we're making wine here. We're not making shit sandwiches. The Rock's a shit sandwich who refuses to eat In-N-Out Burger as well still. Like, he's got so many fucking things against him. It's not even funny. Like, you're laughing. I'm looking at you laughing. But it's not funny. He's a piece of shit. He can't eat a fry to save his goddamn life. He just shows off his tequila while he's flying around. I'm the head of the TKO family. Let me do all this. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. Uh, I'm mad. I'm really mad. Cody deserves to have his shit done. He, sh- he deserves it. Because Cody's the type where you can bring out anybody against him, and he will elevate them. Yeah. He'll make them look better. You bring out a mid-carter, you bring out a, j- a jobber, it does not matter. He's going to make them look fucking good out there in the ring while well, he you, beats them. And if you let him, he'll set himself on fire in order to do it. Because yep. he is a he'll, carny motherfucker. <laughs> yep, he will jump onto that table of fire and let mm-hmm. the laminate just stick to his back. Yep. And then but, finish out the match. Like We're not alone in our views on this either. There have been a lot of responses online from all walks of life from fans to wrestlers to other celebrities. I think it was uh, Gabriel Iglesias is one of the people, uh, fellow wrestler Logan Paul, Ricochet, uh, Cody's brother, uh, Rikishi. All of them have been on Twitter with their sort of displeasure, the hashtag we want Cody, <laughs> all of Well, that. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Rikishi, a fellow Samoan. Yeah. Someone who has helped elevate someone like The Rock. Even he's coming out and saying, what the fuck? No. And remember, Rikishi, back in the day, did it for The Rock. Yep. Yeah, he took out Stone Cold yep. with the car. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like The Rock needs to have, have, have be rocked by them cheeks. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I can smell what The Rock is cooking. I can smell what you're cooking, and it's mm-hmm. shit. It's full-on shit. It's a shit sandwich wrapped up in shit tinfoil. Fucking dry-aged in shit. And fucking sold like it's this, like, creme de la creme. Like, fuck you. Hell no. You're ruining so many storylines right now. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. And, I mean, I, let, let's put on, like, tinfoil hats. Um, maybe The Rock was watching when Cody and Punk were having their little promo battle. And Cody said, I'm more CM Punk than CM Punk. Rock said, bet, let's make that happen. (laughs) I'm taking your main event at WrestleMania away, give you the real CM Punk experience. The whole, you want the nine-course meal, brother, you're about to get it. You're about to see why CM Punk fucking left for ten years. Yeah, you're about to eat. Uh, 
God. It just pisses me off because he's basically proving that he's just a Hulk Hogan type. 100% through and through. Like, I mean, any that, of you who do not like situations like this, like, say something still. Yeah, like, I feel like it's almost insane to me that CM Punk is out injured when this stuff is going on because this is exactly the type of shit he was talking about when he left, like, the pipe bomb. Like, yes. this is everything that he was talking about being wrong with the company is happening right now and he's on the shelf medically so to speak and he's the observer this time yeah like it's so fucking hilarious to me and i'm pissed off about it because i want to see it i want to see it happen like there's little juicy tidbits happening and their potential is just gone well like so cm uh, audience uh punk is like for both of us, like, top tier for yeah. us because, you know, we're Chicago boys originally oh, yeah. through and through. So we, we rep punk all day long. Mm-hmm. And the man is beautiful, fucking beautiful at doing shoots. He will bring real-life shit and say all day long he does not fucking care. And he's so, petty as fuck, too. Yeah. He is so the pettiest. Mike, <laughs> yeah, he, dude, he's petty. He's so fucking... Like, uh, we'll talk about this in a moment with Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre, but... Who's 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 really bringing it out? But put fucking punk on the fucking mic. Put him out there at the fucking announcers table, and just let him fucking rip into the rock about this. Yeah. Because if you want the fans to try and stay the here and watch you and not go to AEW because of this bullshit, you're gonna have to do some shit like that to really try and keep some people. I. It's one of those things where like, there is a lot that could be done to save this and I don't know if we should have the faith in them being able to pull it off because like okay e- easiest thing for them to do easiest thing for them to do make the main event at Wrestlemania with Rock and Roman a triple threat and bring Cody back in okay that would be one of the easier ones yes yeah I mean somebody will have to do a job sure but fuck just, just that'd be the easiest thing to do right because you yeah. can't just walk yeah, it back now. You can't walk it back now. You've, you've, dug, you've dug too deep. The only other thing that I could see happening to try and make up for this and extend the storyline a little farther while not ending it completely like The Rock's trying to fucking do mm-hmm. is let The Rock take the belt off of fucking Roman, let him, let him fucking blow his load for the world to see, and then have you have Cody take the belt off of Rollins and then Cody goes for a double title run and takes the belt immediately off of fucking The Rock. Which is hilarious because they made another belt and then condensed two belts so that way Roman didn't have two belts and then we're going to go back to somebody else having two belts and then how do we get uh-huh. them? So it's, it's, it's cyclical. It, it's Time is it a is. flat circle. Time's a flat circle, brother. Seriously, but like, because I, I like my idea, which I think is the Occam's Razor, or one of the Occam, Occam's Razor, like yours with a triple threat, mm-hmm. where you keep the, the storyline intact, you know, Roman loses and, and passes the belt on to Cody, mm-hmm. and then The Rock capitalizes on the weakness of Roman and takes over as head of the family, and then you can start a whole new storyline of him trying to take <laughs> out Cody, yeah. because he wants that belt now. Look, there's a, I think... It was actually Dave Meltzer who said that there is 
dozens of or more options on how to handle this, and none should be off the table. And they just they yeah. went with the worst one already. The worst one. Uh huh. <laughs> they, they they literally like they looked they looked at the table of condiments, and they said, "What should I put on my sandwich?" And they, for some reason or another, stuck their hand in a fucking toilet that the rock shat in and grabbed that and started smearing it on top like fucking mayonnaise and went, ooh, this tastes delicious. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Um, I also want to re- revisit that it's been reported and unconfirmed. This is all, you know, whatever, dirt sheet reporting. But apparently not only was Rock pushing for this match to happen at WrestleMania, he's also pushing to win. Of course he is. <laughs> fucking course he is because... He's literally like Hulk Hogan. He can't fucking help himself. Mm-hmm. He has to feed his ego. And it, it pisses me the fuck off. Because, like, this is the reason... This type of shit is the reason why I stopped... One of the reasons why I stopped watching WWE to begin with. Was just nonsense? Like, just bullshit? Just, yeah. Like, oh, God. It hurts. Like, for... Audience, if you are looking for a place where you can see wrestlers who do have more creative control over their characters, but not in such a bullshit way like this where they fuck everybody over, I highly recommend AEW. There are other avenues that you can watch as well. They're not the only ones, but they do tend to respect the talent a lot more than this type of shit you're seeing out of the WWE. Yeah, I mean, let, AEW has its own problems and its own inconsistencies it and stuff mm-hmm. like this, but... I'll be honest, there have been less times where I have been actively angry at something that AEW has done. I felt let down, yeah. sure. Like, with some pay-per-views and such. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Uh, or even some shows, just random shows, being just a, just a little bit under par that I want. Yeah. But I've never had a, a complaint to this type of degree like I continuously seem to keep having with the WWE. Like it's, you're the one who got me on AEW. Yeah, I was already burnt out from WWE because we. I used to make fun of it all the fucking time, and I still do. Well, but yeah. Like, like I remember you because you were burnt out too. You went to AEW. You started looking at other programming, mm-hmm. and it's just like if you seriously want to keep your audience, you need to stop doing this bullshit that Vince McMahon allowed to happen. You like, can't. And this isn't like even like old WWE. Uh, bullshit booking where it was just, you know, Vince tearing something up the night of and, like, changing things unexpectedly. We have spent, since the return of Cody Rhodes, being told, this is the guy, he is going to take the title off of Roman, he has to finish the story. And, yep, like, it seems like every time you think, okay, it's finally going to happen. The rug is pulled out. Last year's WrestleMania. He made it to the event. Like, they had the match. He should have won it there. No. Taking it away. Now, he's not even getting the match at WrestleMania. Which is bullshit. Because it's like, when it comes down to it, he has proven time and time and time again that... He can sway the audience to his favor. We're seeing that now with how pissed off they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been you brought this up previously in the in the original version, the original <laughs> recording of this. But people are even sending tweets out to 
the WWE shop saying that their their orders are wrong. They ordered Cody Rhodes a Cody Rhodes shirt, and they got a fucking Rock T shirt. Yeah, like yeah. this level this level of of shit posting against the WWE by the audience is mm-hmm. max tier S tier type shit. Love it, keep it up, because you they need to fucking know. Yeah, and they know, they know. Like, go ahead and talk about what happened on fucking SmackDown. Go ahead. You're gonna like, fucking hate this audience. Uh, there's a there's an edited version. If you want, there's yeah. a def- there's a two like, versions of Cody's fucking thing. Yeah, like okay. So if you go to the WWE's YouTube channel right now, there's the there's there's actually there's three videos. So okay, three. Sorry, yeah, three. Yeah, there's uh, two that kind of immediately followed SmackDown that have been hit with a wave of dislikes. Uh, if you don't know, there is an extension that allow you to see dislikes on YouTube once again. I highly recommend installing it. Um, highly recommend. Yeah, which are in the hundreds of thousands on those original videos. And then earlier this morning, they uploaded a new version of the final segment from uh, Friday Night's SmackDown where they cut out Cody leaving the ring and looking sad. Like, I don't know how much more obvious they can make that they are trying to make the best out of something that they know they've already fucked up. Yep. Yep. They're rewriting history on this one. mm -hmm. It's It's bullshit. It's going to be the Benoit situation all over again. Uh Uh-huh. Like they're going to erase this from history. Again, like, I know I said this in the previous time, but if you want to give a reason for AEW to do better than you, you're doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Um, you want to give Cody a reason to to show again how he was able to bring AEW up to the way that it is? Keep fucking him over. Because he keeps proving time and time again that when you fuck him over, he hits you right in your goddamn pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Like, the man's smart. The man's smart. He's a merch mover. He's a mm-hmm. he's got over with the crowd like nobody else has in so long, and he can wrestle. What what more do you want, really? Honestly, seriously, at this seriously. Point. He's uh, I, he is not just a main eventer. He is the face of wrestling in many respects. Not just WWE. Yeah, like. Like, he's earned his shot. He's earned it. I, I don't know what it's going to take to salvage this, realistically, or if it's going to be attempted to be salvaged. Um, I think they're just going to do it. We know how they are. Yeah. It's, they don't listen to fans. No. I mean, they, they hear them, they just don't listen. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they they hear the, the, the noises and the, the fawnings of the commoners, but they don't care. Yeah. They don't care about anything that these people have to say because if they did, they would have realized that every single fucking person at the Royal Rumble, every single fucking person was so loud for Cody, going along with his intro, mm-hmm. going along with him as he pointed up at the WrestleMania logo and it his and the fireworks went off. I have never seen a more energized crowd from WWE fans. 
I mean, can we just for 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 a minute acknowledge that WWE has become hot again in an era where let's face it, they were fucking stone cold for a while there. Thank you for the pun, yep. Steve Austin. Like look liked it. Like people would go to these shows and just be fucking quiet. It would be a goddamn graveyard in the crowd. But no, like they have turned it around. The crowd is hot. They're into the stories. They're into the matches. Like Yep. Keep that good faith going. Exactly. I mean, look at the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. The the Women's Royal Rumble, and I've, I said it previously, but the Women's Royal Rumble, I think, was better than the Men's Royal Rumble in yeah. many respects. Other than the ending, obviously, with Cody taking it. Yeah, um, which is why, I mean, we energized. talked about that. We talked about why the Men's Royal Rumble was the main event, and it was it was Cody. It was because of it Cody. It was Cody. That's Literally. what made it. That's what made it the main event. Him and CM when, Punk. Exactly. Exactly. Like when uh, when when each woman came out, each wrestler came out, they all got their fan service mm-hmm. for the most part. There might have been a couple that didn't, but it was very different compared to the men's where you had little to no fan service for many of these wrestlers, these men that came out until Cody came out. Yeah. And you know what? That That's, that's another thing I want to fucking knock WWE for. I know we're fucking bashing on them all left and right today, but fuck it. Give them some goddamn unique entrance music in this day and age. Yes. Okay, I can't tell who is who anymore. Yeah. Half it's the time. So fucking I have to wait for the goddamn I have to see their face, I have to see their name, I have to like mm-hmm. all of that. Like goddamn, it takes so long for the crowd to recognize who was coming out during the Royal Rumble. It was rough. My dumbass. Fucking Seth Rollins even. Seth Rollins is on tape. Watching the Royal Rumble from the box seat that he was in, having to look to see who was coming out because he yes. couldn't recognize the music, and the fucker works yes. there. He works there. God, that made that that astounded me. Like we we were watching um, Day One stuff last night for a little mm-hmm. bit, and I I was cooking while we first kind of started it. Yeah, I didn't know who was who. I had to keep turning around to look to find out who was the wrestler coming out because I couldn't recognize anybody's entrance songs. Yeah. What the fuck? That annoys the shit out of me. Like, AEW, I know who the fuck is coming out yeah. every time. I don't have to look. Whether it be Moxley, fucking yep. Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. Dan, it doesn't matter. I know who's coming fucking, out. Fucking Danhausen, Yeah. Britt Baker? Yeah. Fucking, who else do we got? We've got... Uh, Oh, Adam Copeland, but I mean, he's using the same music from before, so I guess that's kind yeah, of he's, yeah. He's had iconic music since fucking Jump Street, so that that barely yeah counts. forever. Yeah, fucking Young uh, Bucks. Hook. Yeah, yep. Kenny by God Omega. Come on, best Come friends. On. Shit. Come on. Like there's there swerve are aspects. Fucking of, swerve, dude. Fucking swerve, swerve bro. bro. Yes. <laughs> Prince Nana. Bro. Yeah. Yo, if yo, y'all... Real quick, shout out to Collision uh, last night with uh, Swerve giving his uh, promo, paying respects to the likes of Ron Simmons and Athena and uh, Kofi. And then when he has that little moment with Prince Nana at the end, he tells him, I don't want any interference. And then he gives him a point for him to start dancing. It's so uh-huh. great. Oh, I love Dude, it. Dude, so good. So good. Like honestly, audience, if you've never checked out AEW, I highly recommend it. There are mm-hmm. some great talent over there that have been fucked over by the WWE, mm-hmm. and they 
AEW really shows you the quality of what WWE didn't know what to do with. Yeah. There's uh, a reason why Kofi has said he wants to wrestle the Young Bucks. Yes. There's a reason for it. There, There's a reason Sting is there. Yep. You know? Uh-huh. Like, granted, there are some old-timers that maybe should retire mm-hmm. that are there, that are kind of getting their last hurrah right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got some guys who were probably at best mid-card mm-hmm. over at WWE that have become main of fucking eventers. Yeah, Christian AEW. Cage, for fuck's sake. I mean, it just... He is so good at getting people to boo him. I love it. Exactly. Oh, dude, he's so good. I watched uh, when, he, when he went up against Ric Flair uh, mm-hmm. the other week. And he, uh, he, uh, he got him a low blow. Yeah. Like, it was so fucking good. Like, Adam Copeland is money. Fucking yeah. money. He's I highly recommend AEW. Triple uh, A as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like more luchador... Uh, you brought this up in the previous one, but yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Go ahead and yeah. bring it up now. Cause... Yeah. CMLL. Uh, they have become That's kind of is. like the Wrestling Addicts' uh, favorite promotion right now. Apparently they're killing it, so we've got to you know, spend some time looking for some of their stuff and uh, just take some time, absorb it, and <laughs> eat. But dude, since we've been talking so much about AEW, I, I gotta, we haven't talked about this at all. The Young Bucks uh, current stuff that they got going on with the suits, the attitude about yeah. being EVPs, the backstage shit. I mean, it's some of it's a little hit, hit or miss, but I think it's yeah. I, I, I'm kind of into it. I'm into it. I'm not going to lie. There was about a year there where I felt like no real good storyline was really popping off for them until mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Uh it's not perfect. Like no. yeah, it's not it's not a perfect storyline, but it's a what little you need out of Yeah, it's a little inside baseball. Um, a lot of it, but yes, I, they are so good at being dickholes, you know. Yes, I I b- firmly believe that their marketing strategies and such of pl- of playing these over the top exaggerated guys while also being the heels at the same time. Yeah, it's what helps sell me to the AEW franchise as a whole, mm-hmm. and I think probably would keep selling people more and more the more they go along. Yeah, they do it too good. They don't mind where they are, where they sit on the level in the company because it doesn't matter for them. No. Uh, yeah, Nicholas and Matthew uh, Jackson, as they have been said that they want to be referred to as their passport names. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I I hope they can keep cooking with this. I want them to... Yeah. Like, they're, they're starting to find kind of the footing for it, and I'm really appreciating it. Like, there was it the other week on... Uh, was it, I can't remember if it was Collision or Dynamite, but they showed them rolling up to the show and like yeah. the guy handing them the rundown while the show is already in progress for their <laughs> approval. Like It's too late to make the changes. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yes, I, I, I think that was Dynamite. I think that oh, was Dynamite. Yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, all for it. Yeah. I love this. I love this play style. I, again, audience, if you want some great storylines mm-hmm. from some wrestlers either you have not seen in a while or ones that you hoped would get put over that never did in WWE, mm-hmm. check out AEW. It's a lot yeah. of fun. They're on uh, TBS and TNT. Uh, and, TNT. Mm-hmm. and you uh, know what? My money's on Okada and Mercedes money heading over there after this shit with The Rock and Vince. Thank you for bringing that up because that actually kind of brings it back full circle. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that after all this shit went down, because I I think it was either last week or the week prior, I had 
made the prediction that Okada was going to go to WWE. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. I don't think it's happening. I think he'll either go to AEW or he's going to find another outfit that feels more at home for him. Yeah, uh, I think the last I read, uh, it might have been Sean Ross Sapp over at uh, Fightful, is that uh, it was undecided with Okada. Uh, WWE made an offer. AEW made a stronger offer. And WWE's thought process at the time was like, if Okada wants to be in WWE, that'll be enough to bring him. Like, if he Ooh. wants... Yeah, like, they think the draw is being a part of WWE, being at WrestleMania, and that's their main selling point to try and draw him in, I think. I, You know, back in the day, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, uh, like the Attitude Era, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Not nowadays, no. It's about the money more so, and it's about the respect you're going to get. Yeah, and uh, he's tight with the Bucks. He's tight with Kenny. Mm-hmm. He's tight with like the entire elite. He's tight with a lot of the guys in the locker room. Um, sure, there could have been some interesting matches between him and yes. some WWE stars for sure that I would have liked to see. But you know what? He's going to decide what's best for him at the end of the day. Yeah, I I, I know we had talked about this a couple weeks ago about how... Uh, we would get to see him actually face off against people we've never seen him face before in the mm-hmm. WWE. Uh, we'll, we'll get to see some like rehashing of matches in AEW, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing because it, it's at the very least it's going to guarantee you a good fucking show. Yeah, like it's Okada's Okada. an amazing wrestler. Yeah. yeah, it's Okada. You're guaranteed to get gold. So it's, it's kind of like Osprey. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, exactly. <laughs> it's like Osprey. You're you're gonna get an amazing show regardless. Yeah. So, like, I'd say we probably got, yeah, March, uh, AEW Revolution. That's probably when we'll see everything kind of shake out on that end. Um, yeah. I bet you if Okada does sign AEW, that's when he shows up. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be Will Ospreay's first um, show with them and uh, on a contract basis. So I believe so, yeah. yeah. We'll have yeah. him. They'll have... Probably Okada. We'll see if Mercedes money comes either before or after that or during the show, too. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what their plan is for rolling these people out, but you know, hopefully they handle it well. Because the last thing you want is for one of them to get overshadowed by another. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Mercedes Monet is, she's, she's a mover. She's going to make things happen for people. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. She, she's an amazing wrestler. She's got Riz. Yeah. Um, I mean, Osprey, I, I, I don't know much about his mic work, I admit, but I know bruv, his, his in-ring work. It's, it's a lot of bruv. Um, you hear what I'm saying, bruv? In it, bruv. Uh, it, that's a lot of him. Um, okay. he's, got, he's, he's got time to get better on the mic and to get used to a different crowd and working style. Uh, he can be believable, which is the most important thing. Yeah, okay. So, Because like, for me, I, as much as I love mic work, your in-ring work is usually what matters more to me overall. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a lot of matches from him over the days, man. Yeah. And let me tell you, that motherfucker's a flying tiger. Yeah. Yeah, he is the aerial assassin, and he, he's he got skills. Dude, like, that, uh, audience, if you don't know who he is, uh, if I hopefully editing Derek will remember to put this, pop this up for anybody who's watching. Uh, but there's a meme... Of of uh, like the Vine days, I think is when it initially came out, 
where he gets taken off the top rope and does a back or a front flip over it, lands on his feet from the Huracurana. Yeah, this is during his like, yeah, and uh, I think this was uh, his New Japan run. Yeah, if I remember correctly, and uh, you you get like the suspenseful like Dark Souls music because he mm-hmm. lands on his feet and he does a turnaround to look at uh, I don't remember the name of the wrestler who's also a great wrestler by the way. Oh, that was Bushi. Um, that was Kota Bushi. Yeah. Ibushi. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a great meme. It's one mm-hmm. that pops up a lot. It's it's beautifully shot for what it is too. Like mm-hmm. I love Japanese wrestling, man. They yeah. fucking know how to tell a story, brother. Yeah, they, they do. know how to tell a story. Like Osprey's run in New Japan is one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. I wish uh, New Japan wasn't so harsh about people using any of their media yeah. outside of them, so we can share some of it. But that's I'm not gonna yeah. risk it. I'm not gonna risk it. No. No, not unless we get exclusive rights one day when we get bigger. Yeah. Like, stay, uh, that's another outfit, though, audience. If uh, you're looking for something outside of WWE and outside Uh, of America. I don't know, man. uh, Like, there's been words about New Japan. There, there's, oh, the foundation is shaking because, I mean, they've lost Okada. They lost Osprey. They've lost. True. They've got a lot of people. They don't have a lot of talent at the top of the card right now, and it doesn't sound like they're building anybody up to replace kind of those spots. Um, well, they still have uh, Takanata, don't they? I believe so, yes. Um, but it, it sounds like hmm. there's they're having problems with some of the management, some of the stuff backstage. Okay. It, it's not like end of days, but it seems like they might need some restructuring. A rough patch. A little mm-hmm. bit of rough patch going on. All right, yep. audience. Uh, let me uh, let me uh, addendum my addendum. Yeah, old uh, old New Japan, old New old, Japan, <laughs> old New Japan. Lots of old New <laughs> Japan, especially the older Osprey videos. Like there, there's just uh, his Takata run, his uh, his um, uh, reign against Takata, his fight against Takata was amazing, amazing. Yeah. Some of the most beautiful storytelling ever done. Yeah, I would recommend like uh, watch some New Japan from like 2016 and to like 2019, and then like the past couple of years. Uh, there's yeah. definitely some highlights from like Wrestle Kingdom and stuff like that. The G1 climax, of course. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep my ear to the ground on the rest of the New Japan stuff as it develops. But we'll see. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's good to know. But I mean, let us know. Is there mm-hmm. is there anything you guys are watching that we haven't talked up? Anything you want to hear us talk about that we haven't brought up before? Yeah. Any local exhibitions or any local talent and stuff that you like that you want to hear about that we might be able to brush up on and let other audience members know? Let us know. Yeah. Whether Shout out your favorites. YouTube, yeah. Uh, if you're watching TNA, yeah. let us know because I haven't been checking it out lately, but Same. I've heard good things. You know? Same. Same. Uh, Ring of Honor folk, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I'm only starting to get more brushed up on a lot of that nowadays. Yeah, shout out so, to Athena. She's doing great work. Uh, shout out to uh, to Jade as well with mm-hmm. her debut in the Rumble. Yeah, we touched on that uh, last week, but yeah, let's bring it up again. She she looked great. She looked great. Uh, shout out to women wrestling in general, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Shout out uh, yeah. Serena Deeb making a comeback. Yeah, I, I love Deeb. She's vicious. You know, let us know about any uh, women's wrestling outfits that we mm-hmm. can watch and uh, get caught up on. I would love to see some more women's wrestling. I think it's underutilized in many mm-hmm. places. I think it's starting to get more respect, obviously, nowadays. But, uh, yeah, let us know. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like the only thing that we're missing out this week is uh, Hulk Hogan's take on the whole WWE situation. I'm sure oh, we'll hear God. about it one of these days. I bet you oh. 20 bucks that he throws uh, The Rock under the bus acting like he's never done any of this shit before. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But that we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, Terry, he, he'll talk to anyone who presents a mic in front of his face. Maybe I can make a drive over to Tampa and see if I can track him down in his little store. <laughs> Uh, while you're there, ask him uh, how it was handling his son's DUI. Oh, I will give him credit for that. Give him, give him credit for what exactly? For, for not throwing his name around trying to get his son out of the DUI. Oh, okay. You mean when he tried to pin it all on the passenger? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no, if any of you haven't watched that, uh, I'm talking out my ass on that one because yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely is uh, the same Terry everybody fucking knows. Uh, go right ahead, watch, watch that fucking body cam. That's some oh. fun. That yeah. leads you to, to know even more that he's gonna throw the rock under the bus and act like he's never fucking pulled the shit when he's the fucking creator of this type of shit from happening. Oh, that's as old as wrestling. Oh God, I am so angry at all these people. Oh, I'm gonna a- shoot on them, brother. <laughs> That seems like the perfect time to wrap it up. Look, if you like this, remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the stuff. Hit us up in the comments below with your suggestions or ideas for stuff that we need to check out, stuff that you'd like us to talk more about. Um, If you like the stuff that we're rocking currently, this merch is available. The link is in the description. Give a shout out there. And you can follow us on all the social medias at Night Off Pod. Um, Yeah. Thanks for joining us on your night off. Say good night. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.